Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all do. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amico stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction, and fiction truly is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday, right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, the Mutual Broadcast Network. Talkstar Radio Network, and in Europe on Radio X. If you'd like to send us an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, on all social media, TV, and our website where you can find out what's been going on, what is going on, and what will be going on here in the Exxon, www.exxonradio.com. My guest uh, this first hour of tonight's show, Exxon Nation, is Bob Favreau. Now, um... He is a natural-born U.S. citizen, and um, he has two older sisters. And we're going to be talking to Bob about music, the paranormal, and controlled remote viewing. Now, Bob, first of all, welcome to the Exxon Radio Show. Thank you for taking time out of your day. But, Bob, can you tell me more about yourself and our listeners? Sure. Um, Yes, I live in Lawrence, Massachusetts. about 25 miles north of Boston. I'm a lifelong citizen here in Lawrence. I was born uh, close by and I've lived here all my life. Uh, I enjoy being single. I live a single life, 52 years old, and I just enjoy life pretty much. <laughs> now, Bob, how did you get uh, interested in the paranormal? 
Oh, that started young. Um, probably around high school or something like that. I, we've got a, a pretty good substantial library here in Lawrence. Uh, it's a big city. And I would pop into the library and look up these, uh, well, obscure things, I guess you could say. Um, things that, you know, normally people wouldn't be going for, but I'd be living right. in there. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you had any paranormal experiences yourself? Oh, yes. I've had a lifetime of paranormal experiences. I haven't documented anything. I haven't written uh, any books or anything on it, but I sure have, and I'd love to share it with people. Well, we'd love to hear a couple of the uh, a couple of your experiences. We've got about two minutes before I have to go to commercial break, so that would be a great way out. Yeah, um, actually, it would. I uh, <laughs> think uh, it came out of the blue. A couple of times out of the blue, starting really basically in 1999 with a spiritual experience that was a mind blower. Uh, it was a two two day affair, really. Um, uh, came to me while I was sleeping in a dream, and it was a very spiritual, deep experience that I had. Uh, f- quickly following that, I had a UFO experience while I was driving uh, early in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, that was just um, again. Uh, it, it leaves me speechless, really. <laughs> uh, it's hard to find the words to describe it. You know, you know, uh, most people who have these experiences, I have found over the years, are like you, speechless. They, something takes them, something is so strange, something that they're so not used to, that it leaves them speechless. I have problems with people who can give me rivet for rivet detail of the craft they saw. Because nobody is that observant. And if you're observing something so out of the ordinary, you will be speechless. Yeah, I agree. It was jaw-dropping. I think that's the good good the closest descriptor that I can come is jaw-dropping when it comes to general description. I could describe it. Well, why don't you do this? Pick up your jaw, because you and I have to take up a commercial break here, Bob. Bob Favreau is our special guest, Exxon Nation. Now, if you'd like to contact Bob... Send me an email, exone at exoneradiotv.com, and I will forward your information to Bob. This is the Exone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My email address, once again, is exone at exoneradiotv.com, and Bob Favreau and I return to talk about the paranormal and controlled remote viewing. We'll be back. Don't go away. What did I know? Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Bob Favreau is our special guest this hour. And, and Bob, could you describe the UFO that you saw? Uh, yeah, I'd be glad to give it a shot. Um, it was a big, a big one. Um, I've heard the term mothership thrown around over the years. And uh, from what I hear of descriptors of, of um, various descriptions of motherships, I would put this close, although I like to avoid nil- nouns. 
at all costs. I'm trained that way in CRV to avoid nouns. Right. Uh, huge, um, <laughs> flat shaped, black to gray, mm-hmm. emitting a an energy. Uh, I was driving a Mercury Cougar at the time, and uh, the radio just seemed to disappear. Uh, the transmission frequency was uh, altered. Radio went out. Uh, it was emitting a hum, mm-hmm. a humming, uh, energetic humming, gravitational humming. Um, the gravitational uh, field around me changed dramatically, uh, and uh, it was moving very slowly. Appear, appeared to me like it was moving slowly, and it wasn't very far up in the air. It was close, closer down to the freeway where I was driving. So, I would, I could say it was moving kind of slowly, in the opposite direction of where I was, uh, the opposite direction of. Uh, my 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 direction, yeah. yeah. So so, did you have any any feelings that someone was trying to communicate with you? Were you afraid? I, I know it was jaw or jaw dropping, but was there fear? Did you feel as if you had something to fear from what you were seeing? No fear whatsoever. Exactly none. Um, I felt exhilarated. Mm-hmm. I felt a sense of exhilaration um, that I haven't quite ever felt before, and I've had some, you know, deep experience, sensational experiences in my life. Sure. Um, on a physical and mental level, and spiritual level, I felt exhilaration like I've never felt before. Wow. <laughs> what did you take away from the sighting? What did you take away from the experience? Was this your only UFO sighting, or have there been others? This was the only one. Really? Uh, yeah, this was the only one. And I, after after it all came about, I um, I just kept it kind of close to myself for a while. I I spoke with a very close friend of mine, mm-hmm. a lifelong friend. Right. Uh, and uh, I kept it kind of close to my vest, and I just took 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 it that um, we were kind of being like. Um, watched over in a way in a in a nurturing way i kind of got that we were we were being um watched over as if we were like little kids or something like that you know yeah after having had your experience do you think that that there is any reason why we should fear letting the the world know about the experiences that millions of people are having and do you think that there is, in fact, a conspiracy by the governments of the world to suppress this information? And if so, why? Um, yes. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I, I believe that people are not, you know, we can't lump everybody into one big pot and say everybody's ready to hear it. Right. There are those who, if they, if they were exposed to information like that, uh, if they have a mental illness or they're not prepared for something like this, it wouldn't be in their best interest to hear it. Um, so I think, you know, given the diversity of people's states of mind and where they are mm-hmm. you know, in life, it's best for the government not to uh, just come out with a full blanket disclosure. Uh, and I go along with that, and I do believe it's there. Uh, and as far as the different... Uh, as far 
Limp Buchanan, if I can say, mm-hmm. has put it very well. He said that, you know, it's not just one race of uh, extraterrestrials. We're dealing with a multitude of races with different agendas. But um, uh, I'm, I have no fear that if there's any nefarious things going on with, with, the, with the intentions of some of these um, extraterrestrials, that it would be a problem because... Um, I think the higher ones are uh, much more powerful in terms of their abilities to um, to deal with the nefarious side of things. Fascinating. Um, do you think there's a connection between the extraterrestrial visitations and the different or some religious philosophies in the world? Uh, I believe there's a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe that uh, throughout time... Uh, that religious people have been exposed to um, to things of this nature, and yeah. uh, they've had the ability to communicate their uh, findings and their experiences, sure. I've often wondered if the angels of yesteryear are the ETs of today. That could very well be. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of tr- crossing space and time... Uh, I, I believe it's yeah. something that's so easily for them. It's so easy to, to just pop in and out of time. Time is not a... It's an illusion for the human race. It is, it, yeah. But it's not for these people. I don't... Or I call them people. Let's just say extraterrestrials. Um, they don't need that illusion. Yeah. So they're not bound by it. Uh, let's Let's talk now about controlled remote viewing what is i've heard of remote viewing but i i've never heard of controlled remote viewing well controlled remote viewing is a st- structure it provides a structure to um to remote viewing and there are those who don't like it because it's too they say it's too structured oh um yet i kind of consider it to be a lifesaver in a way because the subconscious mind just you know, if you give it full reign, it will. It's like a two-year-old in a in a candy store. It'll eat everything in the store. Right. Um, so CRV provides structure um, to um, take the psychic abilities and uh, keep them uh, keep them uh, channeled positively and with grounding, with the grounding that's necessary. Now, how did you become interested in uh, controlled remote viewing? Oh, that would be Art Bell and Coast to Coast. Oh, my good friend, Art Bell. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Years and years of exposure to listening to his show. Yeah. Uh, and um, my family was all, my family members were all uh, alive at the time. Mm-hmm. They hadn't passed on, so I didn't really have the time to look into it uh, because right. I had family obligations and there was a lot going on. But my subconscious mind never forgot it. So um, uh, eventually, when when people passed on, close people passed on, mm-hmm. that that's the time that I said, okay, this is the moment now I can I can look into this control remote viewing, and I did. Yeah, if it wasn't for Art Bell, there would be a lot of people still in the dark these days. Thanks to Art and his persistence, he shed the light on many topics. He brought many people out of the closet when it comes to the paranormal and parapsychology. So if it wasn't for Art Bell, I wouldn't be doing this job. 
Uh, and I know a lot of other broadcasters who are in traditional radio broadcasting like myself who, who wouldn't be doing this as well because ARP broke the, uh, the ice and made it acceptable for radio stations and radio networks to carry this kind of topic. Yeah, he really did. He, yeah. was, he was a pioneer, really. Now, um, was there any preparation prior to starting with uh, the training of, you know, controlled remote viewing? Yeah. Um, before I, I got into that, um, I, I took the Gateway Experience course, Bob Monroe's Gateway oh, yeah. Experience course. And, and the reason I did that was to sync the left and right brain hemispheres together so mm -hmm. that they would get along. Right. Uh, and I thought that would be a good preparation to uh, CRV with the left and right brain need to get along in order to stay in structure for CRV. So I took the gateway experience at home. It was a home thing for me. I stayed at home while I did it. So uh, how long did it take you to become proficient in CRV? How long was the course? Um, it was, well, they offered the course in, um, you can take the course in three days, but I chose to go three months at a time with because there are practice sessions that mm -hmm. lend. Uh, the, the more practice you have, more proficient you become at it. So Sure. Um, it was broken down into three-month intervals with a hiatus after the advanced course. Before I went into the beyond advanced course, I took a hiatus for wow. a while of longer than three months. But each course, basic, intermediary, and advanced, were about three months in duration with... Uh, 15 practice sessions that were required to pass to the next level. Now, Bob, what are some of the the uses uh, of controlled remote viewing? Oh, my goodness. I think they're unlimited. From what I've seen, um, I don't think there's a limit to the use. Uh, I've seen um, the, the methods used to graph the graphing methods and the timelines, mm -hmm. uh, scalar functioning, all the tools that are there, the P6 tools they're called in the later stages, uh, later advanced courses, uh, lend themselves to just about any application you possibly want to apply to. Well, what have you used your, your abilities with controlled remote viewing to do? Um, I've... Uh, as far as time goes, I've hopped in and out of time using move commands, which are taught uh, in the structure. Mm -hmm. uh, using move commands, just jumping throughout time, uh, periods of time. Um, uh, just getting a feel for what's actually going on. Uh, zoning in on details that would be impossible to do if I didn't know the proper questions to ask because a lot of the a lot of it is asking the right question for the right circumstance right moment all right bob you and i have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour thanks so much for coming on and sharing with us your experiences as well as letting us know about controlled remote viewing exonation bob favreau is our guest this hour and uh, bob and i will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the exon from our broadcast um, broadcast center. My gosh, I lost the word there for a sec. 
our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, if you'd like to contact Bob, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, and I'll be glad to forward it on to Bob. We'll be back. Don't go away. Welcome back, Explanation. Bob Fat. Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all Dew. We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a stuntman to do their home renovations. Just finished a new sunroom, Mrs. C. The best part is I used candy glass for all the windows, so you can do this and this. Doesn't hurt a bit either. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. And if you don't want to take the long way to the kitchen, the walls are breakaway too. See? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Avro was our guest this hour. We're talking about controlled remote viewing. And uh, Bob, thanks very much for joining us. Can you give us some examples of how you would, and I believe the term is find a target that you're given okay it would be through target coordinates that are given uh, in control remote viewing you're given a set of target coordinates which are basically just numbers or letters that act as a, um, a medium if you will to the target uh, okay would they be like lines of latitude and longitude those have been used in the military from what I understand uh, they can be used sure so would somebody say to you, your target is in, let's say, uh, Boston? Uh, yeah, that would be called front-loading, where you're given some information about the target, but um, not too much. And it's helpful. Mm -hmm. So what kind of work have you done using your remote viewing without, you know, I understand there's a lot of confidentiality in, involved here, and I'm not asking you to do anything that would jeopardize your reputation. But can you give us some examples of who would hire you and what they would request you to find using your controlled remote viewing techniques? Sure. Uh, well, there are, um, 
there are research projects that go on that develop tools uh, for CIV, uh, and I'm involved in a research project that's that's developing new ways of doing things and keeping up on today's current, the current uh, present methods uh, with Gail Husick of the Husick Group. Mm -hmm. She gave me my style with that. Uh, the operational side of things, well, you know, people um, lose things sometimes. They, they get ripped off. People steal things. From right. Uh, sometimes people go missing. Uh, Without saying what I'm working on now, mm -hmm. uh, CIV lends itself to finding lost objects, lost people, lost biologicals, dogs, uh, anything really, objects. So, uh, so what is the difference between CRV and psychic phenomenon? They're very closely tied in. I would say that CIV is a structure. Ingo Swan developed this, by the way. I can't go through this without mentioning Ingo. He developed this whole um, structure, mm -hmm. and he outlined um, how to take your psychic abilities and just organize them, sort of like you have your, your drawers in a bureau, right? so that your socks don't get mixed up with the underwear and so on, and keep everything in its order, in its place, and, uh, and CRV takes the psychic ability and just... Um, puts it into a cohesive package that is reliable, accurate, and consistent. So would it be fair to say that CRV is like a scientific, no, let's not use that word, a navigational aspect of psychic phenomenon? It sure is. It's, direct, it's directional. Gotcha. Uh, it directs the psychic ability uh, to remain on the target, um, to stay focused on the target in that way, sure. Now, I believe there's beginners, intermediate, advanced, and beyond advanced training. What, is, what, are, what are the differences between the, the categories of the training that you went through, you know, becoming the CRV master that you are? Oh, thank you. I don't know if I consider myself a master yet, but uh, however, uh, the basics of basic, basic level stuff, uh, you start with a vocabulary of ideograms, sort of like words. Uh, words are to language what ideograms are to CRV. Ideograms being just a, a language, and you learn mm -hmm. to speak the language with beginners, uh, and then you advance from there uh, into intermediate, where you're able to take that language and expand upon it in the matrix. Uh, and then on to the advanced level, when mm -hmm. you are in the matrix, now you're working, working with the matrix uh, and the source of all information, and you're able to move around in time, in place, uh, space. Uh, and then in the beyond level, well, the P6 toolbox comes out, and mm -hmm. that's where you learn that there is unlimited application is there any chance that when you're zipping in and out of time that there is a chance that you bringing back some knowledge from either the future or implementing something that you learned on one of your voyages could you possibly alter the time-space continuum sure i learned that from lynn buchanan uh 
he is the go-to man for CRV. Yeah. Uh, it was passed on to him from Ingo, and it's a big responsibility. But, however, Lynn handles it. <laughs> and, yeah, you can influence the past. Uh, the past, Lynn, uh, Lynn taught me and uh, that the past cannot be changed. But, however, it can be influenced to a degree, a high degree, sure. The past cannot be changed. But how about the present and the future? Uh, the present is just the present. I mean, we have choices that we can make in the mm -hmm. present. Um, the future is not here yet, uh, in a sense, yet it can be influenced. Um, Let me very so can you actually go into the future? And here's, here's, a, here's just an example. Get the winning lottery numbers, come back and play them. Sure. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Or have you done it? Well, numbers and letters um, are don't actually lend themselves too well to the CIV process for the beginners, yeah. uh, even for the advanced students and beyond. There are methods that can be used, though, mm -hmm. to uh, cross cross that boundary uh, where you can get letters and numbers. However. Um, I guess for myself, it's it's not something that, like, if I hit a million dollars or something or two million dollars, it would be great. Sure. But who would be helped by it other than me? I mean, I'd be sitting on an island somewhere, but yet my whole trip in this is to help other people along. Um, and uh, there are things that are bigger than money, actually, like life itself, so... <laughs> Could you actually go into the future and change the path of a person's destiny? Sure. Yeah. 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 Through, through influencing. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be a form of influencing, I think, with, with the person's free will, of course. Right. Because there, are, there are ethics involved that uh, Lynn, again, always, always taught ethics right from the beginning that... If you're going to get into anybody's head, first of all, don't stay there too long. And second of all, uh, don't do anything that's nefarious or um, or it's over, you know. So it would have to be a positive agreement between uh, the person or uh, the other. other, uh, other. How, what would stop someone who isn't as ethically dedicated to the to the work of a CRV operative as you are from taking a CRV course and using it for nefarious reasons and purposes? Um, well, uh, as far as what would, what would stop them from doing it, yeah. um, I would put it down to free will, really, because mm. I really truly believe that a person can only be influenced they cannot do something that is against their own will. It's sort of like hypnotism where uh, there are a lot of people who are afraid of hypnotism. They say, well, you know, it, it can harm you and all that. And I always say that, no, it can't unless you want it to. So That's if right, there yeah. was somebody who was using CIV for that purpose, mm -hmm. um, the other that they were tending to harm would have to have some kind of um, 
uh, you know, some kind of go along with it type of thing for it to actually happen, I believe. So if somebody did get take the courses and get to be an advanced training, tra- go through the advanced training as you did, and they are able to hop back and forth, past, present, and future, they could actually manipulate time and events. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. What was it, the aha moment for you with controlled remote viewing? Well, it was a session I did with Teresa Frisch of Aesthetic Impact LLC during one of her webinars, her monthly webinars, mm-hmm. where Lynn sits in and the group works together, mentoring. I had worked on a session that I initially, I began the session, made side contact and lost confidence. So I threw the session away and I began the session again. Luckily for me, I got the same information the second time as I had the first time. And I, it, as it turned out, I nailed the target completely up and down and all around. And it was like, wow. Um, <laughs> it was recorded. Um, the target was recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, Teresa records all her webinars, and it can be found on her Aesthetic Impact LLC site as well as YouTube. How many uh, CRV practitioners are there in the United States? Oh, that's a... Mm, that's a... Good question. I really don't have the answer to that one off the top of my head. Have you ever been asked to help law enforcement or a government agency using your your training? Kind of, sort of. Kind of, yeah. sort of. Okay. We won't yeah. go there then. Um, how do you find pets that have run away? Uh, well, it would. Uh, I would approach that um, in a locational way. Uh, zoning in on the location, mm-hmm. getting the descriptors of the location, because obviously the pet would have to be in the location somewhere. Right. And uh, by zoning in on the location, uh, smells, sounds, all the perceptions. Uh, so, so you actually smell the area where you are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So could, could CRV explain some other aspects of the paranormal, for example, ghosts? Yeah, it's been used to um, to explain a, a multitude of things. Like um, Dr. Courtney Brown has done a lot of work in mm-hmm. SRV. He's the one who really got me started um, with scientific uh, remote viewing through his twenty four. He has twenty four lessons free on YouTube. He had at one time, and. For those who are skeptical, they can take that 24-lesson course mm-hmm. and find out for themselves. Um, and it can be used for... Um, he's done work with Daz Smith and Dick Algeyer. And sure, all the big issues. some real esoteric targets, yeah. So it, would it be safe to assume, or I hate using that because when you, you assume something, you make an ass out of you and me, so let's scratch that word. Um could it be said then that when a person has a lucid dream that they are in fact having a CRV session? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. Because when I'm, when I'm, uh, I, I, I have these lucid dreams all the time 
And the only way that I can identify a lucid dream is when I find myself in a situation that seems rather strange, but yet not so strange, and I try and read something. And if I can't read, let's say, a newspaper, a menu, a a sign over a store, I know I'm having a dream, and that's when the fun starts. Yes, and I also hear that if if there are no clocks around, then you know that you're in the middle of a good dream. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Where where do you think science and uh, and uh, CRV are going to be in the future? Uh, I believe that it's going to be um, developed. Uh, uh, like what, what you just said is a turning point because controlled remote viewing turns into or lends itself to ERV, which is extended remote viewing. Right. Well, like what you just said about a dream is mm-hmm. more like extended remote viewing where you're not writing anything down because you can't you don't have the capability to write it down you're just out of it and um, I think we're going to get to a point where we don't have to write it down anymore where we just you know telep- telepathy telepathy to right we'll, we'll communicate in a much quieter way in terms of sound um, where we won't even have to write it down it'll just be Okay, I got it. Yeah. Well, I, I I am very telepathic when it comes to communicating with my wife because there are times she gives me a look and I know exactly what she's thinking. Oh, yes. Explanation, Robert Fabro is our guest to this hour. We're talking about controlled remote viewing. Now, if you'd like more information on CRV, send me an email, exxonradiotv.com, and I will forward it on to Rob. Um what do your friends and uh, what do your friends and the people that you work with uh, feel about what you're doing? Uh, do they do they support you? Do they are they skeptics or do they just say, "Rob, good for you"? A lot of my really close friends know pretty much how I've how I am when it mm-hmm. comes to intu- intuitive things, and uh, they they had a good preparation for all this. It wasn't sprung on them up out of the clear blue, thank God. Right, um, and. Uh, uh, a neighbor of mine here, a close friend, uh, was here during the webinars. He was invited to sit into the webinars, and he saw it for himself. Uh, and he takes a very positive look at that and says, great, you know. So it's all positive. When we come back, uh, Rob, I've got to take my final break in about a minute from now. But when I come back, I would like you to tell me how you, as an advanced trained person in CRV and and your knowledge of the paranormal, how you deal with skepticism. Is that a fair question? Oh, it sure is. I'd be glad to, to deal right. with that. All right, Rob, please stand by. Exonation, my guest this hour, Rob Favreau. And uh, we're talking about controlled remote viewing and much more. Rob uh, told us about his UFO encounter and he's you know, he's had an interest in the paranormal and now he's doing controlled remote viewing. Fascinating subject. And then during this hour, we've been able to, I've been able to ask him if there's a dream connection. And we've talked about this topic, and you know what? It makes sense. It really does make sense. And Rob and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Catch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. They say, they say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. You're a fine girl. 
Back everyone, Bob Favreau is our guest to this hour. We've been talking about controlled uh, controlled remote viewing. We've been talking about the paranormal. We've been talking about UFOs. And Bob, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. And we've all learned a lot about controlled remote viewing. So before we went to the break, I asked you about skepticism. How do you deal with skepticism? I, um, I embrace it because... It's great. It's a healthy way to start mm-hmm. things off. Uh, and then that way, I believe in experience. When, when a person experiences something, there's no real, um, real replacement for that. So starting off skeptically uh, is the best way to deal with it, I think. Yeah, yeah and then remaining skeptical mm-hmm. is just something that we do, I think. Uh, yeah. So- so it's the old, it's the old uh, phrase, the old saying, seeing is believing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Bob, what would you like to tell the XO Nation tonight about uh, controlled remote viewing? And what can some of our listeners do if they're interested in learning CRV like, like you did? Well, I can say that there are trainers out there who are very, very experienced. Teresa Frisch of Aesthetic Impact LLC is studying her Bachelor of Science at the moment. And she told me that she's only allowing for two students at a time. Uh, mm-hmm. And her, if, uh, Should I give out any website? Oh, please do, sure. Okay, her website information is uh, lowercase aesthetic impact LLC. Um, it'd be aesthetic impact uh, then the Laurie Williams, uh, she's responsible for teaching me beyond advanced. She's based in Amarillo, Texas with her husband, Jim Williams. And uh, she operates intuitive specialists. Uh, she is the go-to lady for training and instruction and also for project management for operations. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with her alongside her and she's my mentor. She's been at it for over 20 years. So my goodness. So- and uh, she can be found at Intuitive Specialists LLC. Um, and of course, people. and of and of course, people can always send me an email, and we'll forward it on to you, Bob. Bob, I want to thank you so much. This hour has gone by so fast that uh, I want to thank you so much, and I hope that we have the opportunity of speaking to you again in the future. Oh, it's completely my pleasure meeting you, Rob. Thank you, Craig, very much, and all your help over there. And thank you very much. It was a pleasure. It's our our pleasure. 
Thank you so much, Bob. Take care of yourself, my friend. And uh, happy CRVing. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye now. Exo Nation, my guest this hour has been Bob Favreau. And if you'd like to find out more about the uh, controlled remote viewing, you can Google online controlled remote viewing, or you can send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, and we will forward it to Bob for you. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And we're heard Monday through Friday right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, the Mutual Broadcast Network, the Talkstar Radio Network, and in Europe on Radio X. Don't go anywhere. Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all Dew.